You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. week Wednesday into Thursday, November the 4th. It's Wednesday, November 3rd, and it's Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast. Network Matt Derry with you. What's going on, everybody? It is freezing out there on this Wednesday. Lions, of course, off this week. We'll get two weeks to prepare for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but we can still talk about the football team sitting at 0-8 and, of course, uh, on their way to the number one overall pick, but a much-needed bye week here right in the middle of the season. And speaking of the midseason, who have been the best players for the Lions on offense and defense? According to our friends at Pro Football Focus, top five, bottom five offense and defensive players here at the halfway point. Now, this used to be the official halfway point because it was 16 games. Now it's 17, so technically we're right at the halfway point. But what does PFF think of some of the players overall? We'll give you some of those numbers coming up momentarily. Also, while it's been a disastrous start, while the team is in the year one of a rebuild and the attendance is low and they haven't won a football game, there are some positives when it comes to culture and a lack of distractions. And I want to get into that uh, in comparison to what's going on in Green Bay today and what's going on in Cleveland today. We'll talk about that on Locked on Lions. Tomorrow on the show, Lions legend Jerry Ball who hosts the Believe in Lions podcast. Um, We're going to have him on the show tomorrow. Yes, number 93 tomorrow, Jerry Ball on the show. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked on Lions. You can find us on all platforms. You can find me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked on Lions on Twitter, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. What a day in the NFL today. And I say that because... While the Lions are not the Browns, all right, the Browns are four and four and still a factor in the AFC, but they've got Odell Beckham problems. The Lions certainly aren't the Green Bay Packers. Packers are playing tremendous football right now. Uh, what are they, six and one, seven and one? I mean, Green Bay's rolling, but they have an Aaron Rodgers issue today. And in case you missed it earlier today, the Cleveland Browns basically have sent Odell Beckham Jr. home after his father put out a series of videos basically saying, Baker Mayfield misses my son, he can't hit him on open plays, and put all these plays on videotape and put them on Instagram. All right, so there's an Odell culture problem in Cleveland. He has not performed up to snuff for the Browns. It's become a distraction to the point where the general manager and coach are coming out today and saying, we're sending him home, he's not with the team right now, we're working on it, we're talking to him and his agent. And then there's inside sources saying, Odell hasn't been a problem at all. But there's issues there, and it's a big distraction in Cleveland. And the trade deadline has come and gone. So he either has to play, and he's got to apologize, and the players all have to get along, or they're going to release him. But if you release him, then he goes to somewhere like Baltimore, and that hurts Cleveland's chances. Then in Green Bay today, despite the fact that the Packers are cruising in the NFC North, their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, basically lied and and told the media back in August that he was immunized. And so everybody said, oh, okay, he's vaccinated. Except today he tests positive for COVID-19 and he's going to miss the next 10 to 13 days because he's unvaccinated. But I thought he said he was immunized. 
Huh? And now it appears that he, according to reports, tried different types of therapy and different types of drugs and didn't want to take the vaccine shot. So he was going to the league and the league said, nope, it's the vaccine or nothing. Those are the rules. So Jordan Love starts at quarterback for the Packers this weekend against the Kansas City Chiefs. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, did, did did he break protocols? If you're unvaccinated, there are certain things you cannot do. There are certain places on the airplane you cannot sit. You cannot be with with players without a mask on certain places. And all these reporters are saying, we saw him on the sideline in in a dome with no mask on. That's against the rules. We saw him do media with no mask on. That's against the rule. All these protocols he apparently broke because everybody thought he was unvaccinated. What a mess. And if you're the NFL, do you... Throw the book at Green Bay? Do you make an example of Aaron Rodgers and suspend him for going against the rules, breaking the rules when it comes to um, being an unvaccinated player and the protocols that you must go through? Huge distraction because Green Bay is in the NFC. Obviously, the NFC is the superior conference with teams like Arizona, Tampa Bay, the Rams. But the Packers look pretty good. And are off to a great start. And are leading the division and running away with said division. But now, how long is Aaron Rodgers going to be out? He might have to miss two games. Due to the protocols and due to having COVID. And you hope he's okay and that there's this is nothing serious. But as we know, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people have died uh, of COVID. Yeah, Packers are 7-1. and one. They have a four-game lead, three-and-a-half-game lead over the Minnesota Vikings, who are three and four. But see, we all wish that the Lions could be the Green Bay Packers. We all wish the Lions could have the amount of talent that the Cleveland Browns have, right? Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, list goes on and on. Jarvis Landry, Joel Batonio, um, Jack Conklin. I mean, they get, they're, they're loaded. John Johnson, the, the Browns are really good. But one thing we haven't said about this football team this year, despite all the negatives, is there's no distractions. There's no players wanting out. There's no players unhappy. There's no players breaking COVID protocols and rules. Now, if the Green Bay Packers said tomorrow we would trade Aaron Rodgers to the Lions, would you take him? Of course, we all would. But this could galvanize a locker room. And the one thing that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell promised when they got here is no more BS, no more silos, no more factions, no more infighting. We were all going to be on the same page. We're all going to move our offices upstairs. Sheila's going to have an office right next to Rod, and Rod's going to be right next to these people and that, all that stuff. And whether you believe Sheila and Rod are the right people running this franchise, I don't know. But at least the guys in charge have the group playing relatively hard, although the effort this past Sunday was terrible, focused on doing things the right way and no distractions that would take away from the team. And that's what's going on right now in Green Bay and Cleveland. Could you imagine playing on that team and your quarterback lied to you about his vaccination status? If he indeed did lie to the team? What if the Packers, what if the NFL says we're suspending Aaron Rodgers for four games for violating protocols? 
and rules. They have every right to do that. And what if Jordan Love can't play? What if he stinks? Then what? Then they lose, you know, games. Then their seed gets worse. Then they have to go on the road in the playoffs after a home game, you know, in week one. These are just things to think about. We sit here and we rip the, it's easy to just bash on the Lions all the time. But at least they're building a culture. At least everybody's following the rules, staying together, and trying to do this right. The talent stinks and the team stinks. We get it. All right, here we go. Lions fans, Matt Derry here with an incredible app to tell you about that everyone who buys gas needs to know about, and that's Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. You just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price to pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. And there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. All right, so I promised you this. I, I, I want to get into this pro football focus, PFF.com stuff about the first half of the season and the Lions performers, both positively and negatively. And, you know, you, you look at the season so far and it's 0 and 8 and it sucks and everything else. And Dan Campbell, and I want to get to this in a second too, talked about how the offense is anemic so far and he may need to step in and. Uh, help fix it. And I, I want to dive into that in a second, but you look at the halfway point and the top five and bottom five offensive and defensive performers, according to PFF, uh, based off of here, we're almost halfway through the season. This is sort of the halfway point, even though it's an odd number, 17 games. The best offensive performer the Lions have so far this season is Frank Ragnow, who's out for the year. All right. Uh, he's only played in four games, but his PFF grade was 86.2. Um, the second highest performer for the Lions in terms of number of snaps, and again, I'm not going to count Godwin Iguabuike or Bobby Price, who's played two offensive snaps and caught a fake punt. Number two is Jamal Williams, not a surprise, at 75.3. He's been a nice addition. I really like Jamal Williams. I love his energy. I love how tough he runs between the tackles. And he was certainly missed this past Sunday in the drubbing at the hands of the Fly Eagles Fly. TJ Hawkinson is third. Betting third. By the way, shout out to the Tigers getting Tucker Barnhart today. Uh, You know me. I hate them with a passion, but that's a good move. Uh, 72.9 for TJ Hawkinson, who's played in all eight games for the Lions. He's the third highest best performer on the team offensively. Number four is another guy that's out for the year, Quintez Cephas, 71.7. And a surprise at number five, the fifth best offensive performer for the Lions thus far this year is Evan Brown, the backup center turned starting center at 70.8. How about that? Evan Brown. Reverend Brown, that's my Reverend, Reverend Brown. Um, 
as far as the bottom five performers for the Lions, um, Jason Cabinda, the fullback, 48.4. I, I don't really know how they utilize him or make him any better than he is. Uh, so I don't really know how you want me to break that down. Uh, Trinity Benson, 48.6. He has been a bust. Um, picked up by Brad Holmes for a late-round draft pick from Denver. Trinity Benson has done nothing at the wide receiver spot, and PFF <laughs> dinged him for it. Matt Nelson is graded out as one of the lowest-rated tackles in the league. Third worst at 51.1. Darren Fells, 56.5. Played in seven games. And this is a bit of a surprise. DeAndre Swift, as far as the regulars, 59.2. DeAndre Swift, to me, is, is hasn't been terrible. And his pass, his pass blocking and passing pass catching grade, uh, or his pass catching grade is 74.9. His pass blocking grade is what brings him down at 26.7. He grades out very, very poorly in the passing game as a pass blocker. So that's the offensive look at the Lions from a PFF perspective. Uh, On the defensive side, the best performer, and he's out for the year, is Romeo Quara, 74.1. Tracy Walker comes in second at 73.8. Julian Oquara. Third at 67.3. The young edge rusher has played in seven games. And he's starting to come on. And that's a guy that needs to come on. Uh, yes, a former Bob Quinn draft pick, but I like what I've seen from Julian O'Quar. Austin Bryant, number four at 66.4. And then Jerry Jacobs, the cornerback, um, 64.5. That's a bit of a surprise. But again, 64.5 should be your 10th or 11th best guy, not your 5th best guy. But he's a young kid taking a look at, worth taking a look at. As far as the bottom five defenders, this should come as no surprise. A bunch, a couple, some of these uh, should come as no surprise. Some do to an extent. Alex Anzalone is the worst. 32.3. He's played in all eight games. Second lowest, not by much, is Will Harris at 32.4. Will Harris is not a good football player. And I'm not sure why he keeps playing. Uh, This week, this past week, he was a slot cornerback with Dean Marlowe and Tracy Walker playing safety. Will Harris is just, to me, against the pass especially, a big-time struggle bus. Michael Brockers has been a disappointment, 42.1. He's brought leadership, veteran, savvy to the locker room, but on the field, he's not performing. A.J. Parker, the slot corner, 45.2. Bit of a surprise because I like what I've seen from him. Uh, And then Amani Oruwarie, 49.1. Maybe Amani Oruwarie is Lions good. Maybe he's just not good, but to us, he's Lions good. So those are your bottom five defenders. I want to defend Dan Campbell coming up next on a comment that he made from the other day in regards to his offense. Uh, First, though, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. Back and better than ever, 
They got a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. So, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Heck, you want to bet on hockey? You can do that as well at betonline.ag. Go to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-E-D-O-N, to receive that bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, they got it all at BetOnline. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And hey, Matt Derry here to tell you about Built Bar. I had some Built Puffs today for breakfast. Have you had these if you're a marshmallow fan? Go on Built Bar's website at built.com and get yourself some Built Puffs. They're really good. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I've been telling you folks about it. It's amazing. If you haven't tried one yet, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. It tastes like a candy bar, whether it's the double chocolate, the cherry barcia, salted caramel. My boy Abe from Dearborn, he loves the double chocolate. Cookies and cream, they've got it all. So many great flavors, 100% real chocolate right there. Every bar has 100% real chocolate at Built.com. Go to the website now. Use a promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, very quickly, um, yesterday, Dan Campbell called the Lions offense on the uh, 97 Won the Ticket morning show. He said, quote, we are very anemic and said he's going to take the bye week because the Lions uh, offense is ranked 29th in scoring. 16.8 points per game. Absolutely terrible. Um, Dan Campbell said he's going to maybe chime in more on the offensive game plan and have more of a hand in the offense. I've been watching tape. I rewatch games. I, I, I don't watch the All-22 film, but I pay attention. Chris Burke from The Athletic does a great job covering the Lions. He posted on his Twitter the other day a video of DeAndre Swift running a route, which DeAndre was out wide as a wide receiver um, at kind of the X receiver. He's out on the, on the edge. And the ball snapped to Jared Goff, and Swift just stands there, waits for the defense to clear out, and then runs a slant route. And if Goff hits him in stride, it's a touchdown. Because Swift's going right to left across the screen, right to left, and would have flown into the end zone. Goff held the ball. Goff didn't see him. Goff took the sack. So Dan Campbell can change things up. He can talk to Anthony Lynn. He can try to go out and, 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 and you know, recreate the greatest receiver of all time, Jerry Rice, to somehow play for the Lions. He can put Jerry Rice's body and skills from 1980-something into Trinity Benson or Amon Ross St. Brown. They can do that. It won't matter because this quarterback misses receivers. This quarterback isn't good. So I give Dan Campbell credit. He is not throwing anybody under the bus. He didn't throw golf under the bus a few weeks ago, even though national people thought he did. But they can try a lot of different things. The bottom line is this this QB isn't good enough. He's missing too many throws. Does he have great receivers? No. Did Kaderil Hodge drop a very good pass last week? Yes. But there's too many plays like this where open guys are there and Goff isn't seeing him. 
or them. So that's that's where I'm at on this offensive situation. Jerry Ball going to join us tomorrow. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day right here on Locked On Lions. Talk to you tomorrow.